What is it that stops us from achieving our goals? And is it possible that there is a disease? Is it possible there's a 3P disease? Have you ever suffered from pessimism? I can't do it. It's too hard. It's not possible. It won't work for me. Have you ever suffered from perfectionism? I have to make it perfect, otherwise I can't send it out to the world. If it's not perfect, nobody's going to like it and they won't like me and they'll pick on me and I'll get criticised and it's not perfect so I'm not going to do it or I'm not going to do it yet. And then there's procrastination, the ultimate disease of failure. I'll do it tomorrow. And this is not a cliche or some crazy quote from the motivational people. Tomorrow never comes when it comes to to our getting stuff done, but ultimately tomorrow never comes because there's always a tomorrow. So if you really want to make sure that your everything you've ever wanted to achieve, whether it's as simple as getting fit and healthy, it's achieving a, a career path or a, a opening up a new business, uh, you want to start a new hobby, you want to uh, do something uh, special with travel, you want to do something special with your education, whatever it is that you want to do, is it possible that the three P's could hold you back and how do you stop them from holding you back? So how do you turn pessimism into optimism? How do you turn perfectionism uh, into I'm going to do it because whatever I've got to do is, got, is special and I want to share it with the world? And how do you stop procrastination? How do you make sure that you're the person that gets it done today? And what's really interesting about disease is we often uh, aim to fix a disease after we've already got sick. What if we aim to get it sorted before there's a challenge? And is it possible that if it becomes a disease, if we get sick, it's a lot harder to fix it than if it's a tiny challenge? So if I've got a, a um, if I brush my teeth every day, I'm aiming to have beautiful, clean, white teeth, and it's uh, prevention of my rotting teeth. Most people, unfortunately, go to the dentist when their teeth hurt, and then there's a big challenge to fix and it's usually really expensive. So is there actually a way to be more, or to be not more optimistic, just to be an optimist? Is it possible to stop uh, being a perfectionist? And there's a, an interesting suggestion that perfectionism is simply Latin for procrastination. So those two Ps actually go together. Because if you ha have to make it perfect, if you are a perfectionist, is it possible that it's never going to be perfect, which means you're never going to get it done, which your ongoing procrastination becomes a really big challenge. So do you need to stop stopping? Do you need to be more optimistic? Do you need to be less, less of a perfectionist and more of a doer? And if the answer is yes, is it possible that it's easy? <laughs> or I'll rephrase, uh, could it be simple? And if you do it, it will work. So from the best of the best in the world who are really good at being uh, really optimistic, uh, looking at the bright side, being positive regardless of what challenges are going on, from the best of the best in the world who technically could call themselves perfect. There are some businesses, some sports people, some very successful people in the world who you could say, well, they do it perfectly. But if you listen to them talk, those amazing people, they will all share with us that even the best know they can get better. There's no such thing as perfect. Because every time, well, here's a better quote, that every time you do something, it should be your worst because 
the next one should be better and then the next one should be better and the next one should be better. So every time you do something, the next one, this is not going to be the best one because the next one's going to be better. But then that one's not going to be the best because the next one's going to be better. Isn't that exciting? Uh, if you put that into a headspace, it also means that things like uh, depression and uh, being unhappy and not loving your life, they actually become impossible because the head doctors suggest to us that the only reason we get depressed, the only reason we don't want to get out of bed, the only reason that we don't want to live life is because we haven't got a purpose. So if your purpose is to keep getting better, keep getting fitter, keep getting stronger, keep getting healthier, keep getting better and better and better at whatever it is that you do, is it possible then that every day will become exciting because you've got a reason to get up, you've got a purpose to get up, you drop pro pro uh, perfectionism off and you drop procrastination off because every single day is aiming to do something more. So if the definition of procrastination is do it tomorrow, what if we start there and say from this day forward, I'm just going to do it today. Regardless of whatever the mission is, whatever the chore is, whatever the thing you have to do, what if you decided just today, whatever I have to do, it's going to get done today? Or if every time you hear yourself say, I'm going to do that tomorrow, I'll do it in the future, or I'll put it off, what if you said, no more, from this day forward, I'm going to do it today? Now, it might be something like wash the car, clean the house, clean out a cupboard, uh, do some study, do some exercise. What if instead of thinking about I'm going to do it tomorrow, and that's a big one with exercise, isn't it? I'll start on Monday. I'll start after Christmas. I'll start after the holidays. I will start in the future. What if you just start now? And the beautiful thing about exercise is the ultimate exercise is high-intensity, fast, 10-second phosphate, 100% exercise, 100% effort, effort and activity. Uh, you can do that on the spot anywhere. So you can sprint, you can do push-ups, you can do jump squats, you can skip, you can box, you can run up and down the hallway, run up and down some stairs, run through some soft sand, run around the house and get puffed and it takes 10 seconds, which means you can stop procrastinating the exercise process because you can do it right now. When will I start my exercise program? Now. The next thing that you eat, rather than procrastinate, oh, I'm going to start eating healthy on Monday, I'm going to start eating healthy after the school holidays, I'm going to start eating healthy after Christmas. What if the next thing you eat is healthy? Just now, I'm going to start eating healthy now. Is it possible that procrastination is a habit and we get into the habit of putting it off until tomorrow, putting it off until later? What if we just from this day forward say, I'm going to do it now. Whatever it is that comes into my headspace, I'm not going to put it off. I'm going to do it now. Now, the interesting side note for that is sometimes is it possible that we use uh, mundane missions, jobs, chores, stuff as a procrastination tool. So we've got a main goal. We want to get fit. We want to get strong. We want to get qualified. We want to have a new business. We want to uh, plan a trip. We want to do something. But because we're scared of it or because we're a perfectionist, it has to be perfect before we send it out to the world. We look for other stuff to do. We do busy jobs. We use busy jobs as a procrastination tool to stop us from achieving our goal. And then we might add to those uh, procrastination tools some perfectionism. So I have to clean the house so incredibly clean that there's not one speck of dust anywhere in the house. My car has to be so clean that there has to be, I'm going to get the toothbrush out and clean under the car. And that wastes a lot of time and takes us away from our number one goal. 
So if we put all of that to the side, if we put the disease to the side and we put the outcome and the result to the forefront, could it be a great question to ask, is what I'm doing right now heading me towards my goal or away from my goal? And if I've got a number one goal, how about I focus on that and do that? It's an interesting thing when it comes to goal setting because people often have five goals, 10 goals, 50 goals, and they you know, I say my goals every day or I write them out and it takes me 40 minutes, whatever. But if you were to look at your list of goals, is it possible that there's one goal on there that if you achieve that one, it'll help you achieve all of the other ones? And if you focus on that one all of the time, is it possible that all the other ones will take care of themselves? So there's a, an interesting headspace to consider. Is what I'm doing right now heading me towards my goal or away from my goal? And let's stop doing the things that are stopping us from achieving all the things, that, or the one thing that's important to us that will help us achieve all of the others. When it comes to perfectionism, are we using that as a procrastination tool, as an excuse? <laughs> Uh, that sounds pretty harsh and pretty confrontational, but how could we possibly expect it to be perfect? doesn't matter what we do. As I shared before, the next one's going to be better. So waiting for it to be, per to be perfect is as silly as waiting for all the lights to turn green before you leave the house. And uh, that could mean that you stay in your house forever because if you're going somewhere, never will all the lights align, the, the green lights align. And if you sit waiting in your house for that to happen, I'm going to wait for my trip to be perfect, then of course it's never going to be. And is it possible then that as you learn, as you grow, as you get better, as you wake up every day with a purpose aiming to be better and better every day, that even if this thing you thought was perfect, you might look back on it in 10 years' time and go, wow, that was terrible. I thought it was so good then, but it wasn't. And of course... That doesn't matter because the stuff that we do in the past, we learn from it, we grow from it, we get better because of it. So how about this really interesting quote that I heard from a business person a very long time ago. A lot of people find it quite confrontational. If it's worth doing, it's worth doing lousy. Not perfectly, it's worth doing lousy. Because if you get started, you've now got something to compare with. If you never start, then you never have, oh, well, that wasn't very good. I have to do it better next time. If you never start an exercise program, how do you ever get stronger? I, okay, I lifted five kilos today. To get stronger, I've got to lift 10. But if you never lift five, you'll never lift 10. So even if you think that you're really weak and I can only lift one kilo or half a kilo, at least you got started. Uh, in business, every single day we should be getting better and better at what we do. But if you've got a product or a service or an invention or something that's going to add value to the world, it's worth starting now. And I always ask this question of my exercise, max exercise professionals who procrastinate getting started. Uh, they, they, they chose to be an exercise professional because they want to help people. That's the number one reason why people get accepted into the MAX program because I really want to help people to be healthy, fit and strong, whether it's my community, my country, my family, my business associates. I want to have a business that helps people to be healthy, fit and strong. But if you're, not, if you're not doing it, if you don't have a business, if you're not qualified, then you can't help anybody. And if you are procrastinating or I'll rephrase, if you are a perfectionist and you're waiting, waiting for it to be perfect, is it possible that it's never going to get done? And maybe that is an excuse for not getting going. I'm scared, so I'll wait till it's perfect. I'm scared of what other people will think, so I'll wait till it's perfect. I'm scared that people will criticize me, so I'll wait till it's perfect, which means we never do anything because it's never perfect. But how about this? 
let's say you've got an idea for an exercise program, you've got an idea for a studio, for a class, for something that's going to add value to your world. In your local community, in your suburb, in your country, and if you're an online business, in your world, the product or service that's going to add value to people's lives. So whether it's an, an exercise plan for mums or it's an exercise plan for busy business people or it's an exercise plan for elite athletes or it's an exercise plan for kids, whatever it is that you want to do. If you don't do it, is it possible that right now, sitting in your community, in your country, in the world, you're, the people that you want to help who need your help, they're waiting for your help, they don't even know that you're available because you're waiting to be perfect. If you make a video, if you make a, you write an article, if you do a podcast, if you uh, do a press release and you're oh, no, I'm not going to send that out because it's not perfect. How can people know that you can help them if they don't know you're even there? You're waiting to be perfect and they're just waiting for help. So how about get started? And the next part of that is, oh, Rowie, but I need 20 clients or I need 50 clients or I've got to have 1,000 members at my health club. Well, how does that start? That starts with one person, yeah? And is it possible that if you help one person, that will make a difference to your world, to your community? If one mum becomes healthier, fitter and stronger because of you, what about her family, her kids, her mum, her next-door neighbour, her sister, they will all have the opportunity to get the information because she'll be so passionate about it that she's going to share it. Is it possible that if you help one elite athlete on one team to do safer, more effective exercise, that they might be the leader of that team and they inspire, motivate and excite the rest of the people on that team to ask better questions about the exercises that they're doing and about having a, an exercise program that's going to help them perform better at their sport but look after their body. So rather than, oh, I've got to wait till it's perfect... Uh, what if you could possibly click through your headspace with, if it's worth doing, Rowie, it's worth doing lousy? Because at least if I get started, I'll have something to compare with so I can keep getting better. And if you think, well, if it's not good and people don't like me because I screw up at the start, uh, is it possible that every single business, and I'll use the, my favorite one, is an, is an Apple phone? I think it's, depending on when you watch this, that it might be up to version 27 or version 550. But iPhones didn't start with version 550. They started at iPhone 1. There was just an iPhone. And they worked out how to make it better, so they made a next iPhone. And then they worked out how to make it better, and they got feed forward from their customers and clients. Nobody looks back at iPhone and says, well, that first one you did, that was absolutely crappy and we're not buying another phone from you because your first one was terrible. Is it possible that the, the communication skills, and we talk about this all the time in the MAX program and it's something that the, the behavioural scientists and the, uh, the top head doctors in the world will always share, that when you communicate... There's a tiny percentage of your communication is your words. It's a tiny percentage, and it's arguably around the 5 to 7%. The next part of your communication is, yes, your facial expressions, your body language, your voice intonation, the way you deliver the information. But let's say there's spelling mistakes in there, or it's not on a pretty piece of paper, or it's the website's ugly, or something's not perfect with that. So the words aren't, aren't perfect, and the way that it's delivered isn't perfect. But is it possible that according to the head doctors and scientists that our communication is more than 
our sparkly bits is what I call it. Uh, the psychiatrists and psychologists call it your ethos, who you really are. So if you're doing this for the right reason, if your business, your idea, your invention, your product, your service is something that you want to give to the world because it's going to add massive value to people's lives. Uh, and when I say lives, have that massive value even to one person's life. If your product or your service or your invention or the thing that you're going to give out to the world is going to add value to one person's life, isn't it worth getting it out there rather than procrastinating because it's not perfect? Rather than being pessimistic, oh, it won't work, nobody's going to like it, what if people criticize me, what if people judge me? Those three words are just the most horrible diseases when it comes to achieving your goals. So if you get it out there with the right intent, with the right ethos, with the right sparkly bits, is it possible that the words that you use and the way you deliver those words may not matter? Because people actually get more from your communication because of the reason why you're doing it. More than 50%. And there's an argument with the behavioral scientists about what percentage that is. But the words are a tiny percentage. The way you deliver those words... A little bit more, but the biggest reason that people want to be involved with you, want to do business with you, want to invest money in you, time, energy, passion into you is because of who you are. And that's more than 50% of your communication. So even if you screw up the words and you screw up the delivery, if you're doing it for the right reason, people will want to be involved with you which means the perfectionism side has to literally be flushed down the toilet because we're never going to do it perfectly. It doesn't matter what you say, the words might not come out exactly right. The body language might not be exactly perfect. But if it's coming from your heart and it's coming with passion and enthusiasm, is it possible that people will get that and want some of that? So perfectionism, apart from being, uh, and I'll use a word uh, that I don't like to use, but I think it's impossible. I think it's impossible to be perfect because even if it is perfect, and I always use prestige cars for this, the top sports cars in the world, they are constantly got a team of people creating how do we make the best car, how do we make the best engine, how do we make it go faster, how do we make it look better, and they make this magnificent car and they put it out on the market and by the time it gets off there or out of the factory or into the showroom and people are buying it, they're already making the next one, which of course is not going to be worse than that one. It's going to be better. So if we can get over ourselves and not, and not aim for perfection, how about aim to do it? If you do it, then you've got something to compare with to make the next one even better. You make the next product, the next service, the next delivery, the next video, the next exercise class, the next personal exercise coaching session, you make that even better than the last one. But you'll never know how to get better if you don't get started. And procrastination is that ultimate tool of I'm going to put it off until tomorrow, I'm going to put it off until I'm perfect, I'm going to put it off until I'm better at what I do. But how do you get better? <laughs> how do you know you can do it until you actually do it? One of the other examples I always use is jumping out of an aeroplane. I reckon that the first time that anybody jumps out of a plane, it's a pretty scary experience. And we look at all the things that could go wrong, pessimism. We look at, oh, I hope everything's perfect. What if the parachute breaks or something bad happens? And what if, I hope the whole process is perfect. And then maybe I'm not, never going to do it. But here's a great question. The people that have jumped out of planes and loved the experience, uh, that all of that thing, all of those peas are now in the past. That's a good place for those peas. Put them in the past. 
But if you jump out of a plane 10 times, 20 times, 30 times, 100 times, and I live in an area where I often see tandem skydivers, and I just think the, the guy that's, or the girl that's doing the jumping and holding on to somebody to make sure that they, they have the first wow experience, they've done that so many times that they're not scared of it anymore. And that's usually the big thing for pessimism, isn't it? What if I fail? What if it doesn't work? What if I can't do it? What if people don't like me? And we come up with all the pessimistic, negative things that could go wrong. Interestingly, that's usually a big, long list. But you don't need a list of things to be pessimistic about. You only need one negative seed in your brain, one pessimistic thought, and you probably won't do it. So how about this? Just do it. Once you've done it, all doubt will be gone. Can I do it? I've done it. Well, I don't need to doubt whether I can do it or not because I've done it. I always use marathon as that example. I didn't know that I could run a marathon. I actually didn't believe that I could. Uh, I'd done, I think, 17 half marathons and thought there's no way that I can run another 20, 21 kilometers after I've run 21 kilometers. I just can't do it. It's too hard. Well, first of all, if you tell yourself that you can't, isn't that the ultimate pessimist? I can't. Even if you can't get into I can, (laughs) which is the ultimate optimist, how about change from I can't to how can I? And is it possible that your brain will start ticking over if you ask your brain for the solution, for the answer, how can I? How can I run a marathon? How can I lose weight? How can I get fitter? How can I complete my qualification? How can I have a business that I'm excited about? How can I be financially free? How can I attract great people into my my life rather than, I can't, it's too hard, I'm not smart enough, I don't have enough money, it won't work, people won't like me. Pessimism, 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 I bloody hate it. Optimism is so much easier and so much more fun. And even if you can't be optimistic, just go, well, how can I? Let's work it out. Let's take on the challenge and work it out. And if it's not perfect, that's okay because every time we do it, it's going to get better. And if I do it, isn't that automatically eradicating the disease of procrastination? You don't, if you go and do it, you, have no, you don't have to look back and go, oh, I hope I can do it. No, you've already done it. Now you can just do it better. So if I want to be optimistic... If I want to be a doer and if I want to be somebody who keeps doing rather than putting it off, there's a simple tool. Do it today, as I shared before. Whatever it is that comes across your path, if it's going to head you towards your number one goal, do it now, not tomorrow, not next week, not next year. There's an interesting, it's a law of the universe. I can't remember exactly how this this one works, but I'll see if I can put it through my headspace. Whatever time you give yourself to do something, is how long it's going to take. So if you give yourself a year, it's really interesting that it will take you a year to do it. But if you analyse what you actually did over that year, it's not that it took you a year. Most people do nothing, 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 and then one month before it has to be finished, that's when they start and aim to get it done. What if you just do it today? Everything that you need to do to make sure that you achieve your goal Uh, open your business, get healthy, fit and strong, finish your qualification, get your education, all the things that we procrastinate. What if we just do it now? And the really big one, uh, and I'll use it as a small one, but the really big one is to get fit and strong. Because is it possible that if you're fit and strong and you've got a healthy headspace, that it's more likely that you will be more optimistic, you'll be less of a of a perfectionist because you'll have good self-esteem and self-confidence so you'll feel good about yourself which means you're less likely to put it off you're more likely to do it now 
So the art of, the discipline of, the habit of getting really fit and getting really strong is not something you can put off, put off until tomorrow. Uh, the, the, the habit of getting into, I'll do it tomorrow, I'll exercise on Monday, I'll start after the holidays, obviously doesn't work and could, be that, could that be the reason why we have so many people in the world who are unfit, unhealthy, overweight and not very happy and not very healthy. So how about this? Just do it today. Every single day. Rowie, how many days a week should I exercise? Here's my answer. How many days a week do you want to feel good? <laughs> Every time you do high-intensity activity of any kind, your brain chemistry changes to the positive. It's actually impossible physiologically to be a pessimistic negative person after you've sprinted because you've de you've de-stressed your body. You've got all of those uh, negative uh, uh, stress chemicals out of your body so epinephrine adrenaline cortisol the ones that get you moving the movement drugs are also the ones that are that cause the high blood pressure high resting heart rate high blood sugar levels high fat levels but after you've dispersed those because you've done high intensity training you now have in your brain dopamine serotonin brain drive neurotropic factor oxytocin if you exercise with somebody or you have a great people in your life and the really cool one is brain drive neurotropic factor which means you're going to think more clearly less likely to be pessimistic, less likely to be a perfectionist and much less likely to procrastinate. So if you get into the habit of exercising every single day and Rowie, should I do it in the afternoon or the morning? Well, here's a great question. Why not all three? Why not exercise in the morning and in the afternoon and in the evening? Because to, to pump happy drugs into your brain, you just need high intense activity and that's only 10 seconds. So what if the only thing you change today to get rid of the diseases of pessimism, perfectionism and procrastination was to stop all of those when it comes to your exercise so think positively about exercise all I've got to do is 10 seconds to get puffed I'm going to do it now there's no perfect puff there's just go as hard as you can for 10 seconds because your heart and lungs are blind they don't know whether you're punching or kicking or jump squatting or push-upping or cross training or or running up some stairs it doesn't matter and if you do that several times throughout the day, is it possible that you'll think differently, you'll think more optimistically, you'll think more positively, you'll be less of a procrastinator and you will stop being a perfectionist? Because perfectionism simply means I'm going to put it off until it's perfect, which means it's never going to get it done. So those two are connected. They're just both about procrastination. So let's put the procrastination in the past. Let's put the pessimism in the past. Let's learn from the past and let's make the future better. So starting from today, do it now, do it today and exercise every single day so that your brain is constantly filled up with the drugs that help us to think clearly. And if you really want to make a difference in your world and you've really got a beautiful product or service, can I please ask this very special question? Are there people right now sitting in their lounge room or in their bedroom or they've just got out of the shower and looked in the mirror and they just said, I, I'm just unhealthy, I'm unhappy, I feel sick or diseased or weak or frail or fat or any of the things that exercise can help with. And they're just waiting for your product, your service, your passion, your online business to come into their lives. And every time you think pessimistically about whether or not you can do it, and every time you think I've got to make it perfect first, and every time you think about I'll put it off until tomorrow, is it possible that there are people waiting for your product which will then go another day or another week or another month without your beautiful product or service that could add value to their lives? So if, if you don't do it for you, could you please do it for the people that are waiting for your product or service? 
Please stop being pessimistic and become optimistic about everything that you do. If you are a perfectionist, how about just get it done rather than wait till it's perfect? And if you are a procrastinator, how about do it now? There's people waiting for your help and they can't. there are some people who can't wait till tomorrow. Tomorrow could be too late. Do it today. Please do it today. Mm-hmm.